Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 213 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment of the podcast, I get back to some of the new releases and reissues that I've been listening to over the past few months. Several of these I count amongst my favorites of the year, which if you're curious to know what those favorites are, I posted a straightforward list of favorite albums and reissues up on the Freeform Freakout website this past week that you can check out. But let's get this show started with a track from the new self-titled Chronophage album that was co-released by the Post-Present Medium and Brute Direct Discs label earlier in the summer, but in recent months I've really just taken to what this group accomplished on this one. I like their earlier albums that had much scrappier post-punk sound to them, but to my ears this new one is quite a major leap forward for the band in terms of the quality of songwriting and the production. It's one of those albums that you might refer to as a quote-unquote grower, where you gain more of an appreciation for the music with each passing listen. From that album, here is the track, Summer to Fall.
Behind me, you're hearing the title track off of Daniel Weish's album Earthworks that came out at the tail end of last year on the American Dreams label. Weish is pretty actively involved in the Chicago experimental music community as a guitarist and composer, improviser, amongst a variety of other roles. But I've been enjoying this album of his that sonically and thematically in my mind draws some parallels to the music of Tilth and in places even shades of Daniel Bachman's more recent output. I appreciate how the two lengthier pieces develop in sort of an unhurried way and the other track is great too sort of spiraling outwards from a circular riff that plays throughout it. In front of that, you heard a new project of Andrew Weathers and Gretchen Korsmo, two artists that run the Full Spectrum label and their studio space out of Littlefield, Texas, and who have, of course, released various solo and collaborative things on their label over the years. But I was excited by this new project of theirs called Windtide, and this particular release called Sings for a couple of reasons. The first being that they have different people contributing vocals to each of the tracks. So you'll hear Lucy Liu and Maya Weeks, More Ease, Brendan Landis. And on that piece that I played, you heard the voice of Christina Carter. You probably know from Charlembetti's. Or Charlembetti's. I, I always trip up on that <laughs> group name. But the second, uh, this comes out on a newer label operated by Matthew Sage called Cached Media. You may recall Matthew ran the excellent Patient Sounds imprint for a decade up to up until 2019, I think it was. And just judging by the beautiful artwork and the titles that he has issued so far on Cached Media, this is going to be a label you'll want to keep close tabs on. I should mention that they did release a new Tilth release on Cash Media as well. I play the track called Cricket Nightmare from that Windtide one. Before that, an album that I was really pleased to see get reissued, the Hallelujah's Soul full-length album, Eat Meat, Swear an Oath, that was originally released in 1986 and later put out in a CD edition in the 90s by the legendary Japanese label PSF Records. Black Editions, the label devoted to reissuing key titles from the PSF catalog, just put this one out in a beautiful LP edition that looks and sounds amazing. You'll often see the Hallelujahs referred to as the Japanese Galaxy 500. I think that's pretty appropriate, pretty spot on, but you could also maybe dial it in a bit further by adding those Damon and Naomi albums that Mikio Kurahara contributed to and, and some of the ways that those guitar tones and solos just jump out of the speakers. Can't recommend this one enough. I played the song called I'll Soon Follow No Matter Where You Are From, or No Matter Where You Are from that one. But another impressive reissue, or 
perhaps better to refer to it as an archival release, since most of the material has never been widely available before. It's the 2LP collection called Best Forgotten by the UK band The Apostles that Horn of Plenty recently put out. If you go back and listen to that Horn of Plenty feature that I did for episode 202, you can hear Nick Hamilton from the label briefly discuss this release and his coming of age in the Anacro punk scene in the UK, which the Apostles were a part of. I guess the term anacropunk kind of brings up certain connotations in my mind. Not Most of them favorable, not always, but in, in listening through this collection, uh, the Apostles were, were coming at things from an interesting art damage DIY approach that I really appreciate, actually. Uh, but this one comes with an extensive booklet filled with plenty of photos and informative write-ups. Clearly a lot of work and love went into the production of this release. And you heard the track Thalidomide from that one. You heard some scuzzy guitar rock from Faden Sonnen in front of that. And the track Strollin' off of a self-titled 12-inch called Mirror Creeper. Faden Sonnen is at times a solo project, but P.D., Faden Sonnen, the driving force behind all this, uh, has a full-blown band working with him on this record that came out earlier this year. And I don't recall there ever being vocals on any of the Faden Sonnen material that I've heard before, or even on those amazing Razor Legs releases, the other duo that he's involved in. But man, there are, there are vocals on this release and things are rather blasted and psychedelic straight through. If you like your Liz Rally's Denudes, uh, I think you'll enjoy this one. In front of that, I played some Hypnotic Dream Pop from a new LP called Blind Spot by the artist Adri. This one was reportedly recorded on a Tascam analog 8-track machine, and there is indeed that hazy, overloaded tape sound that adds an extra layer of ambience to these songs. If you enjoy some of the recent fog pop, air quotes there, <laughs> that has been coming out of San Francisco over the past few years, and might enjoy what Adri is up to in this album. You heard the song, You Don't Try. And I guess I could probably say the same for the album that I played before that, Rush to Relax's Misly you like the jangly, jangly aspects <laughs> coming out of the Bay Area scene, and I suppose we should connect it back much further to the whole Cherry Red Records and C86 sounds of the 80s, but you will definitely like Rush to Relax's uh, sound on this new record. Plenty of earworms to offer, and you don't have to understand the language of this Slovenia-based group to appreciate their more melodic and hook-filled sounds that they create. And then again at the very top, you heard a track from the new Chronophage record, a track called Summer to Fall. I'm going to start this next set off with a piece from the new Autumn Fair album out on Sean McCann's recital imprint. 
which is an al album that is similar to the Simple Affections group album that came out in 2018, where numerous artists contributed a bunch of raw musical and non-musical recordings that Sean then edited together to form a cohesive album. And on Autumn Fair, there are contributions from 44 different artists, which the list of artists included here reads as a veritable who's who of the experimental music community. Lots of names and artists that have been featured on the show over the years. But great to see this record come out as this release marks the 10th anniversary of Recital an imprint that has published so many significant historical and contemporary experimental works. So looking forward to what the next 10 years holds for Recital. But from Autumn Fair, this is a piece called Jewel.
me, you're hearing the music of Ishmael Reed. I played the title track from this new release of his called The Hands of Grace. Came out on the Reading Group label. Spinning into the following tracks right now behind me. Reed is perhaps better known as a writer. Honestly, I wasn't aware of him as a musician or composer at all until his name appeared on that personal problems soundtrack by Carmen Moore that was also issued by Reading Group uh, just a few years ago. But uh, Like a lot of Thelonious Monk's albums, this one is just nice to let play out as you're going about your business in your home. Some tracks being more playful, like that title cut you heard, and more somber, like what you hear behind me, but I like the the recording quality. It sounds like it might have been recorded to a cell phone or something. You can hear a lot of room activity going on in these tracks. Before that, another artist whose work I wasn't familiar with at all until I received this new double-disc retrospective. It's Candy Nook. She was active in the UK's fringe experimental and noise scene in the 90s through I guess roughly the early 2000s but her sound would gradually morph into from I should say harsh textures into more kind of playful and eccentric electronic music and some of it honestly you could imagine being accessible to much larger audience uh, pretty approachable stuff but this new release called How I Invented Sound and Redesigned the Human Ear offers a pretty compelling overview of her work. Worth checking out. Play the track Winter from that release. One of several unintentional seasonal references that have occurred throughout the show. You heard some new experimental sounds from out of the UK before that from a duo by the name of Yes Indeed whose members are Laurie Tompkins and Otto Wilberg. And aside from being a composer, Tompkins also co-runs the Slip label, who I associate with that great Ashley Paul album called Ray that they released last year, and Otto Wilberg also happened to play bass on that album. But Yes Indeed is sonically quite different, apparently drawing some inspiration from the late Blue Jean Tyranny's work, which you can hear in, in some of the pleasant keyboard melodies, the okay. jazzy Stop. bass tones and text elements spread throughout this one. But uh, there's sort of a surrealist funkiness to it all, too, that's quite enjoyable. You heard the track called Mulchy Marks from that new one of theirs called Rotten Luck. In front of that, I played something from a release my pal Chris Berry of Soft Abuse Records was singing the praises of when he joined me on the show a few episodes back, referring to the new Speedbooth cassette called Yamels. Speedbooth is the solo project of Kevin Cormack, who is a part of that whole Spillage Fate crew in the UK, recording in such groups as Jam Money, Bonds, and previously under the solo alias Harry Dearness. But this new release as Speedbooth is 
really hitting the, the sweet spot for me. Nice dash of folk songcraft and psychedelic abstraction. And I've been a fan of pretty much everything that's come out of that whole Spillage Fate Nexus, but it's probably my favorite release that they've done yet. And I guess it's worth noting that this one didn't come out on their imprint called Spillage Fate, but rather on Digital Regress's sublabel called Cost of Living. And then from a compilation called Two Years of Spring, that features several artists that I've played on the show over the years, a lot like, I guess, Jam Money and Delphine Dora and Brenton Chenier and Nain Roder. You heard a track called Bending with the Wind from the Sprigs, a project that I honestly don't know that much about, but I checked out their album from last year called Before I Glare Up at the Sun Through the Topsoil, and I just kind of fell under the spell of that uh, recording. It brings to mind some of the music on labels like Horn of Plenty or maybe like Discreet Music out of Sweden. Very homespun and DIY. And that's the, appears to be the first offering uh, from a label called Are You Before? Not sure what else they've done beyond that. Then again, at the very top, that group effort called Autumn Fair out on the recital imprint. You heard the track Jewel. This next block of music we'll simply call the Massive Electroacoustic Set. Honestly, I could have filled up the entirety of this two-hour episode with pieces taken from these four releases that I'm about to play. So I'm going to have to do some uh, healthy excerpts <laughs> for the sake of time. But find the overlapping elements of music coming out of the academic world, the art world, and sort of the DIY experimental world to be quite interesting with these particular artists and works I'm about to play. I'm going to start things off by playing an excerpt of a piece called Rubber Houses that was composed by Sabrina Schroeder and was recorded by the Montreal-based group No Hey Banda on their debut album that recently came out called I Had a Dream About This Place. And it features four long-form works for chamber ensemble and electronics by four different Canadian composers, of course Schroeder being one of them. Get a chance to do some video footage of the group performing this piece live that's pretty riveting. But uh, let's get into this. Here again is No Hey Banda.
You're hearing a piece called El Violin Dorado. One of the latest works from the Argentinian sound artist Bardo Todal, also known as Pablo Pico. One of my favorite contemporary artists working in this sort of nebulous gray area of homespun avant-garde experimentation. Consistently putting out interesting solo work and collaborating with artists from around the world. In fact, he has a new collaborative album out with Robert Millis. Uh, came out just recently on Discrepant Records. Uh, looking forward to checking that one out. Before this, in a similarly airy and expansive vein, you heard a piece from, or that, I should say, that Henning Christensen recorded for backing music for a play written by Heinrich von Kleist called Penthesilia that debuted back in 1986. The Henning Christensen archives issued the full set of these previously unreleased recordings for Penthesilia, which is spread out over five CDs, and it is undoubtedly a lot to take in, but whether you listen to individual tracks or whole discs in one setting, I think it'll become clear it's one of Henning Christensen's most important works. And in speaking with Mark Harwood and Toby Christensen on that feature episode that I did, Back for episode 200, I recall their enthusiasm for these recordings coming through pretty clearly as well. Definitely check that out if you're interested in the body of work that uh, Henning Christensen created. From another massive five CD set, you heard an excerpt of Ayanis Zanakis' seminal piece called Boher which I think we can all agree prefigured the whole industrial and noise scenes by almost two decades. But man, the the detail and density of sounds on that piece is just so incredible. And you'll find that included in a new box set of Xenakis's electroacoustic works, simply titled Electroacoustic Works, that Carl Records issued this year. Pretty important work and definitely worth tracking down that one. And then again at the very top you heard that excerpt of Rubber Houses. A piece composed by Sabrina Schroeder but as performed by the Montreal collective Nohe Banda. I'm going to wrap up the show with just a few more tracks, starting with the song off of the latest solo album from Leila Sakini called Paloma, a concise album that quickly sweeps you into this very pleasant reverie. I think I'll close out the show with a track from Family Ravine's latest release called Jump the Fox came out on our in-house label Round Bell Recordings which finds him really nailing that abstracted folk sound that he's been chasing and that's going to bring things to an end for this installment of the show if you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode 
you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either physical or digital copies. And as always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels as much as you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I hope to have one more feature show completed before the end of the year, so stay tuned for more details on that. Until then, thanks so much for listening.
Thank you.